Hello and welcome to the Limitless Landscapers podcast. I'm Charlotte. And I'm Paula. And today we're going to be talking about three things we hate about the industry. Um, This is going to be a real interesting one. It's going to be a heated discussion, I think, um, and one that you will have a stance on, I'm sure. So I hope you guys enjoy it and we'll see you after the intro. As the co-founders of the Landscaper Circle, we help you get more money, time and freedom to become limitless through our experiences as fellow landscapers and our tried and tested methods. If you want help with your marketing, managing or growing your business, you've definitely come to the right place. If you're a landscaper, garden designer or supplier to the industry, then hit subscribe so you never miss an episode. Now, let's get back to the show. So I think the first one we're going to um, talk about today is one that I know Charlotte feels quite strongly about. And that is the fact that we all get crossed as landscapers and garden designers that our clients um, do not see the value in what we do. And often this is shown through lack of knowledge um, of how much it costs for a design or a build. Um, and also they seem to want something for nothing. And unfortunately, speaking to businesses in the industry they want the customer their customers to pay um, the correct price in my opinion for good quality landscape and design however when it comes to services that they need help with such as marketing admin stuff they don't like to pay out the money would you say that's true Shah? yeah I think there's this um, almost double standard I don't know if you'd call it where it's just kind of like, I want my clients to do this. But when I'm speaking to someone like the Landscaper Circle, because I know we've experienced it, it's like, well, you know, that's way too much money. And it's like, it's not. (laughs) Actually, we were told by many um, business coaches, um, including some that, you know, multimillionaires, that we were underpricing ourselves majorly, um, which is why we are increasing our prices, because we had been thinking about it for a while to sustain our growth because you get what you pay for. And that's exactly the communication that you try and give your garden design or horticultural landscaping clients. And that's the same as us. We want to offer you valuable, high quality services and the prices reflect that. But there's this thing of, I don't know whether it's like a lack of understanding as to why there are prices this way yeah I think um it's definitely a lack of understanding because really that's why our clients struggle to understand the value of what we provide so therefore we they believe we're expensive landscapers designers maintenance companies when actually we're providing a very high quality good value standard of service and giving them a lot of value in their garden and their life And I think it's no different for us. We're providing high quality support. We're constantly giving out really good content and good value to not just our members, but our community. And again, it's communicating that value and it's people do not understand the value of support, coaching, mentoring, and really good high quality content. Yeah. And I think that ties in very nicely to our second point because it's a lack of knowledge, but also a lack of unwillingness to change. Like when you have a knowledge gap in anything that you do, whether it's your skills on the tools or whether it's behind the scenes, you need to, to achieve the success in everything that you're looking for, fill that gap in knowledge, either by learning something yourself or getting someone that is skilled in that to do it for you. But something that we found not just with horticultural business owners, but big corporate companies within the industry 
is this unwillingness to change, unwillingness to test things. I've spoken about it before in a rant about social media specifically. Um, But the industry as a whole, compared to a lot of other industries, is a bit stuck in the Stone Age. It's a bit backwards. Um, And this afraid of the unknown and unwilling to change because what's worked so far has been okay. It's not been great. But if I try something new, am I going to lose it all? Well, that's not the the way that you're going to achieve the results that you're looking for it's like an element of fear isn't it so that they're, they're quite fearful of change fearful to like you say try new things um and actually take a step into the unknown and I feel like we're kind of disrupting that in a way through what we provide um to landscapers and garden designs horticultural businesses um and sometimes with the bigger corporate companies, it's harder to make changes as in to try new things. I think that's particularly hard, particularly when there's lots of people making decisions around things. Yeah, because we definitely are disrupting it in the sense of as well, everyone generally, obviously there are exceptions to the rule within the industry, but there is a lot of old school business and this not willing to try new things and I think we speak about and what makes the landscape circle unique we speak we help we aid we teach we support business owners to use all the new tools and marketing activities out there which no one else speaks about in the industry and we speak about all the topics that aren't spoken about in the industry like right right in this podcast who's right now <laughs> who's speaking about three things they hate about the industry no it's it's very old school business um and i know something that you wanted to speak about that ties in with that Paula is about riding on reputation yeah i find um particularly if you're a newer company it can feel quite overwhelming when you're stepping into the landscaping industry because there's lots of uh what I like to call big dogs out there who have a big reputation um, that fully precedes them. Um, And sometimes fairly or unfairly um, by having a reputation or it's not always what you know, but who you know can get you quite far. Um, And it's quite frustrating. There's a lot of politics, I believe, behind the scenes. I've certainly experienced it myself in my landscaping business. And I expect there'll be a few people listening to this who will agree that um, if you are not a certain company name then you will be overlooked for certain things Um, and I definitely feel it's getting better but I definitely feel this was uh, highly prevalent when we started 10 years ago Um, like I say it's getting better but there's still that element that if you are well known in the industry you have a reputation that precedes you it can be far easier in your journey than it is if you are starting out brand new even if you have got a great service skill set you know it's, it's just slightly more harder in my opinion. And yeah, I think that's the thing about our members is that everyone inside the membership is willing to change, is open to change and wanting better results for their business. And if you are looking to do that, then investing in something like TLC is the way to go. Because even though it is maybe scary or you're hesitant because you don't know what you're getting into, it can bring great results and you have to be willing to try. And as we know, our members, I mean, just go and see our testimonials, but a lot of our members, just by changing their mindset or um, implementing some of the things that we've taught them and supported them on, they're achieving great results. And again, that's just them stepping into the unknown, taking a risk, backing themselves, because it's all about back yourself, no one else is going to. 
um, and build your business how you want to build it, doing what maybe a, a large proportion of the industry isn't doing. Um, but that brings me on to my third point, and it's my most important point and my most hated point, <laughs> hated thing, and that is the fact that us landscapers and garden designers do not charge our value. <clears throat> and by that, I mean... Um, I charge for consultations um, in my area and I am getting really sick and tired of the customer that calls you up and they've seen your website apparently and they know what type of quality you do and they should, in theory, know that you charge a site visit fee. But when you bring that question up, the I've had it twice this week, so it's quite, it's, it's quite uh, fresh in my mind. <laughs> it's, well, I can get a free quote with x y and z and they're on the x y and z register i don't actually care because ultimately you can pay no person goes to work for free no lawyer goes to work for free we pay for their time and this is what is starting to drive me insane that's fine they're not my clients so i step away and actually i've put two other clients in that are happy to pay the site visit fee and sees the value in speaking to a qualified garden designer working with a highly skilled and competent landscaping company. Um, so that's absolutely fine. I'm not losing customers over it. And quite frankly, if they don't want to pay a site visit fee, they are not my client. However, why are we not charging for our time? Why are not reputable, competent, highly skilled landscapers and garden designers charging for their time? Because quite frankly, spending an hour on your weekend or evening or whenever you're not building a patio or design in a garden, you should be charging for that time. And we are highly knowledgeable people. And we spend an hour or an hour and a half with clients who pick our brains, who want to know, you know, the ins and outs of everything to do with their garden. And what do we think would work for them? And how could we, what sort of products do we want? And yet we do not feel that we can charge for that time. Why? I'm not saying it has to cost thousands of pounds an hour or a hundred pounds an hour, you know, just a small fee so that we can really raise the profile of quality landscapers and garden designers and professionals in the industry, because that's what we are. We are professionals. We have spent time um, honing our skills and developing our knowledge. And yet we give our time and our knowledge away for free. And that bugs me. Yeah, and I think it comes back to, I know you said, why do we do that? And I think it comes back to, again, that old school style of business and unwillingness to change. And I think it also ties into the fear of fear of missing out, fear of missing out on those potential clients that won't pay for a consultation. But the thing is, is they're probably falling into the category that I know Alan Sargent talks about a lot, professional non-payers, or they're not looking for the style of garden that maybe you want to do. Maybe they are then they're good for you, go ahead. But even in general, I think it's an awareness of all of us as a collective in the industry to raise awareness to the general public of what, again, landscaping and garden design actually costs and the value of the services. I think the problem is, is because it's such a minority that are charging for consultations that it does make you an outsider and therefore people go, well, I could go to X, Y, Z. But if we were all willing to change, willing to come together to say right no matter what you're charging if we 
the majority of us start charging for consultations and be brave, then the results are going to pay off and the awareness is then going to increase. Do I think that's going to happen necessarily overnight? No. Um, but it's something that I think we should all work towards. Oh, yeah. We want it to become the norm. Why shouldn't a landscaper or garden designer or horticultural professional be paid for their time um, and their knowledge? I, I don't think it should be given away for free. I I think it's a really poor, that's one of the biggest, my biggest gripes of the industry is that we don't value our time and ourselves. And um, the best thing I did was start charging for site visits because now we're not wasting every weekend going to people that have no intention of buying from you because they actually have no idea of what it costs to actually build their dream garden or um, design their dream garden because they, they literally have no idea or they've watched a blooming garden rescue show where they say you can build a garden for like a pound um, which you know I'm exaggerating here but it's not far off um, so it is about making things the norm making yourself highly valuable um, in the eyes of the public and also raising awareness of exactly what it costs like you say just so that they they know I'm thinking about it that's another thing. I know we said about people not valuing services like TLC. It also ties into if you're not valuing your time, how are you going to value anyone else's? So you really need to step back and value your time. We speak to so many business owners that are overworked and underpaid and overwhelmed. And the whole reason they started their business was for this passion for the industry, which they've lost. They feel like they've lost their mojo. They can't get it back because they're running from site, quoting in the evenings, doing all this work. It's maybe not necessarily the clients they want to do or the services that they want to provide. They want to do a different location. And all of these things that they want to do get pushed to the side because they're just so overworked and underpaid. And the thing is, is you've got to start charging for your time because then that gives you the freedom to not only pick the clients that you want, also it makes journeys to quote to places, even if they don't become a client, it's not such a waste of time as in you haven't charged for your time at all. Because obviously that's not including travel time as well, if they're not close to you. And also if you are charging for site visits, um, it allows you to bring in, it's not maybe a lot of income, but enough income to cover, you know, some of your expenses. And when you start looking at, right, if I'm covering my expenses here and I'm, you know, maybe increasing my prices here or doing X, Y, Z, then I can look at outsourcing, maybe getting a virtual assistant, that sort of thing to help take the workload off of you um, or focus on improving your skills, giving yourself that time to focus on your marketing and in general, helping you get your mojo back, get your business back and make the life that you want. Yeah. And that brings me to, it is a way of up-leveling yourself and your business above others in the industry as well that aren't maybe um, brave enough to do it. Um, It also leads me on to if you are looking to up level your life your business yourself um, and you want to be brave and try something new then obviously the landscape circle is open for new members and new mentees and by that I mean it's not just a membership where you go and learn how to market your business better it's also about building your business and achieving your goals and that comes through the support that me and Charlotte and Mia provide Um, to all our members through, you know, our monthly coaching, our monthly success planning and Limitless Lives, which is um, a live on a topic, an extra topic. So it's pretty fully full on. um, And what we like to do is support our members so much that, you know, we are there for them. So if you ever have a wobble or you want a question or you want to want help charging a site visit fee, for instance, we're here at the end of an email or the phone and 
we want to support as many businesses as possible, but enrollment is closing on Friday and prices will double on one of the membership levels. It actually trebles. So if you are looking, please go and have a look at what we can offer or book in for a call with me or Charlotte. Yes, because if you do join before February the 5th, your price will stay the same no matter with it, if you're with us for like 10 years or 10 months. As long as you stay a member, your price stays the same. So all our members that are existing members currently, um, their price is not going up after Friday. It stays as is. And that's just a thank you for supporting us and being part of our community, because that's the thing, really. It's a community of forward thinking, open minded people that are working on their businesses to either attract their dream clients, grow their business, or find a better work-life balance using the tools and tips and resources, customized or templates that we give you, but most importantly, that support, um, the helping you set goals, helping you stick to them, and giving you everything you need to achieve success. So if you are interested in membership, click the link in the show notes to visit the join page. As we said, if you've got any questions, give us a call on 023-81800-108 or send us an email, info at thelandscaperscircle.co.uk. Enrollment closes Friday, 5th of February, 2021. So thank you all for joining. That was three things we hate about the industry. <laughs> I hope you can, I hope you can, um, what is it called when you say someone understands? I hope you can. Relate. Yes. Hope you can relate to what we were saying. I really do. I think we've been trying to do podcast episodes more chatty, more um, thought-provoking, more kind of perspective-changing content. And I know I've had some really awesome feedback. So if you are loving the new podcast episodes, make sure to give us a five-star review, leave a comment. And if you have any questions that you want us or topics you want us to cover in the podcast, pop that in review in the review as well. Um, that would be awesome. I know next week we have got Paula and Mike discussing partners in life and business. So make sure to follow the podcast and we will see you next week for that. Bye guys. Yeah. Bye.